Five hours since I have held Freddy's warm body in my arms and inhaled his sweet smell. I can't bear the thought of him being confused. And Billy? He needs his sleep. He gets grumpy when he's tired. And my lovely Jasmine will want to be home with her mummy by now. She never likes me to be far away and thinks far too much for a seven-year-old. If Robert just brings them back safely, I'll forget all my stupid ideas of leaving. I'll learn to live with the constant scrutiny as long as my children are unharmed. Bring them home, Robert. The police have been searching the house just like the last time when I lost Dan, as if I might be hiding my children somewhere. They're out knocking on doors and waking up the neighbours. What have they seen? What do they know? More police are arriving now. Detectives this time. Mrs. Brooks? My thoughts are interrupted by a voice. I look up into the kind eyes of a woman who doesn't look much older than me, but she must be because everybody calls her ma'am. Do you mind if I call you Olivia? My name's Philippa. I'm afraid we've now called all the local pizza places, and nobody remembers seeing your husband and children. Maybe they changed their minds and went for a burger instead. They could have done that, couldn't they? I'm clutching at straws, and we all know it. Why didn't you go with them, Olivia? How can I answer that? I don't know. He's never done this before. I feel I have to make something up, although I don't know why. Robert thought I looked tired and could do with a bit of a rest. He was trying to help. Do you have a stressful job? Is that why you were tired? Or have the children been playing you up a bit? Does she think I've hurt my children? They're good kids. I promise you they are. And I don't work. There's enough to do looking after the children and Robert. I've never really worked, other than for a few months before I had Jasmine. By the time my maternity leave was over, Robert had asked me to marry him and he didn't want me to work at all. He wanted me at home, looking after him, and it suited me just fine. But now I don't know why I was content with that decision, content with being nobody in my own right. The questions keep coming, but all I want to do is scream at them all. Stop asking inane questions. Find my children. I'm sorry to have to ask you, Olivia, but would you mind going upstairs with one of my officers? We'd like you to check if anything of the children's is missing. Clothes, favourite toys, books. You know the sort of thing. What? I stare at her wordlessly for a moment. Why would anything be missing? I push myself up from the sofa, feeling like a woman three times my age as tense limbs struggle to take my weight. I don't know what they are thinking, but this is ridiculous. Why would anything be missing? The thought revolves in my head like a ticker tape. One of the detectives follows me upstairs, and I recognise him, but I can't think why. Not that it matters. I decide to start with Jasmine's room, which I know will be tidy, so it will be easy to see if everything is where it should be. I walk over to the bed and lift the cover, expecting to see Lottie, Jazz's ragdoll, lying on the pillow. 
She's not there. I whip back the duvet. Where's Lottie? Even at seven, Jazz loves to have Lottie in her bed, but there is no sign of her. I look at the policeman in my anguish, but he just watches me and says nothing. I walk slowly over to the wardrobe. I almost don't want to open it, but he's still watching me. I gently pull on the handle, as if doing it slowly will change the outcome. Jasmine's pink backpack is not on the shelf. Suddenly I'm like a wild thing, pushing coat hangers backwards and forwards, pulling open drawers. No! I'm wailing, dragging out the one syllable into twenty. Where are my daughter's clothes?